I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I've loved to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armoire, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armoire, so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. Almost exactly 11 years ago, I did something that I knew I would likely never have the opportunity to do again. It was just after my first year of teaching. And it was so miserable, by the way, I could write a book about it. And it was in between my next placement with a new school. And I wanted to see the world because I knew that Brad and I were hoping to start a family soon. And Brad wasn't too eager to go. So I actually went with my little sister who had just graduated high school, we up and left the States and we traveled in Italy and France for almost three weeks on basically pennies. I still can't believe that we did it on so little. One of the joys of this trip was being able to see incredible masterpieces that I had loved ever since I was small, a child. I've always loved to learn about artists and I was lucky enough to go to an elementary school, just a public school where every week we went to the library and we got to learn about artists. And so I was so thrilled to be able to see things in person. And one of the things I was most excited to see was Michelangelo's David. And this is in Florence, Italy. And you go to this museum that has a lot of works, but it's basically all about David. And when you come into that room and you look up, it's so breathtaking. They have different quotes from Michelangelo scattered amongst the exhibit. And I don't know if these are direct quotes, but some of the ones that he, he talks about that he could see a block of marble 
and have a vision of what that marble was supposed to become. Here's two quotes I wanted to share with you. I don't know if they're word for word from him, but they're attributed to him. So let's read them nonetheless. This first one says, in every block of marble, I see a statue. I have only, I have only to hew away the rough walls that imprison the lovely apparition to reveal it. And the second quote I wanted to read to you says, I saw the angel in the marble and carved until I set him free. So this month we've been talking about creativity and I have done my best to broaden our view of creativity to see it's more than just creating fine arts like Michelangelo or to be a good musician or a poet or to be an amazing baker or whatever it is. There's so many ways to create and namely the way that I want you to think about this is to create a life. So as part of this, I want us to you know, take a leaf out of Michelangelo's book and the many other artists that I've loved to study and that I think you know in your life too, where they have a vision of what they want to create before they actually create it. They start with the vision. They cast a vision of what they want to see come from the fruits of their labor, and then they get to work. This is the same with our life, with the things that we want to improve on. Do you want to have a better habit? Do you want to have a better relationship with someone? Are you working towards a goal that you would love to achieve? Or is there even like a bigger life thing going on here where you just want to feel different? You want to live differently. Regardless of the way that you are trying to improve, you need to start with this step. Cast a vision. Have a clear vision in mind of where you want to go. I'm going to apply this in three ways with you right now. The first is with a habit. Now I do this in the progress program. That's my small group growth coaching program. We only open it once a year and it's not until like January. So that's not why I'm bringing it up. But in the progress program, we have something that I have called the breakdown method. And this is where I help them really break down a bigger habit that they want to get to into a way for them to start. I'm not going to do that all for you right now, but I'm going to share the first step, which is to cast a vision. This is where you really think clearly first what you want and why you want it. Now you're going to be like, well, it's easy. I'm just going to say, I want a morning routine or I want to sleep better or I want more time to myself. That's a good place to start, but it's not a vision. A vision is where you know how you want to feel within that creation that you want. And you also get really specific about what it looks like. So instead of saying, I want a morning routine, you have to think about the deeper why to it. I want to start my day with peace and clarity. Great. Instead of saying, I need more time to myself, your why could be when I have time to myself, I'm better able to show up to my responsibilities. So come up with the clearer why behind it, and then you go into what the specifics are of that looks like. So really break down what is the vision you want for your future morning routine? In the best case scenario, what do you want this morning routine to look like? Same thing with the time to yourself, or a better sleep habit, or an exercise habit, or a writing in a journal habit. Whatever it is, get really clear on the why and the what in terms of the future best case scenario. I know we are all about progress here. And one of the, the phrases um, that we, not phrases, but one of the things I say here a lot is that the transformation lies in the process, not the outcome. And that is true. We are not here to have outcomes prove our worth. 
But at the same time, we must cast a vision. We must have a picture, a map in mind almost of where we are headed. And then we get down, we put our head down and we get to work. So if you want to improve in a habit or routine, start by casting a vision, get very clear and then you break it down and then you get to work and you focus on the process, not the outcome because you can't control the outcome, but you can control the process. And now I'm already going on another whole ramp there. Okay, so that's one way to apply casting a vision. The next is this, you're just thinking about who you want to be. Maybe you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, I don't like who that person is. That person is angry or resentful. That person is full of regret or sadness. This is not who I am. It's not who I want to be. So cast a vision instead of who you want to be. You can do that in the big picture way, like thinking about your deathbed and how you want to be remembered by your loved ones, what kind of characteristics and qualities you want to have, what kind of memories you want to have created with people, all about who you want to be that way. And again, I break this down a lot more in my coaching. You can start like that, or you can even just think about the next milestone birthday you have. Maybe it's like five years away or a year away. Think about the short-term future and who you would like to be on that kind of birthday, what kind of qualities you would like to have, how would you like to be living at your values? What kind of experience would you have liked to have? Have a clear vision of who this is that you want to be. And then my way of breaking this down is to do the do something list, which is a whole other topic, but you can listen to the first episode of 2021 to learn more about that. Casting a vision of who you want to be, I think is really essential because much of our life is driven by shoulds. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I, we are constantly surrounded by other people and what they are doing. And we only see their highlight reels too. We're also surrounded by experts. And I know that I am, I guess, being one of them. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what really matters is you and what you want out of your life, who you are, and what matters to you. And if you can't get clear about that, then you're going to be like a ship tossed to and fro on the waves of life's ocean and be drifting, be drifting. So cast a vision of who you want to be so that you can then put your head down and go to work and becoming that person. It gives you that goal in mind. Now, the final way I'd encourage you to cast a vision is to think about this in terms of a goal that you have. Now, instead of me teaching you this, I have a fun way to do it. I'm going to share an outtake I had, just a five-minute outtake with my episode I recorded with Rhonda Farr that also aired this week. So first, go and listen to that episode. She's really brilliant at teaching you how to create the emotions you want to feel, and there's a whole step to it. And she walked me through some of her exercises there. But then there was the next level where we were able to then memorize the future, she calls it, or future casting. And that's where you're able to think ahead to a goal and to create it in the way that you want. And I know it sounds really like what, but it will make more sense if you've one, listen to the last episode and then listen in on this exercise. It's just a fun, unique way to give you another example of how it can look to cast a vision. And before I get into sharing that, I first want to tell you that my number one way to help you do this on your own, if you're looking for support is to sign up for Finding Me. 
This is my course on identity. It helps you uncover who you are and what matters to you so that you can better cast this vision that can act as a compass to creating a life that you want. I am so excited to share this little outtake with you. I know you're going to love it. So here we go into that. Make sure you listen to the last episode too. I know it's going to be really cool and different. Here we go. All right, Rhonda, let's do a little experiment. Let's, <laughs> let's try it. this out with me let, and, and we'll let everyone kind of do this through me so that they can do it for themselves after. Okay, so this might be more of an of an advanced skill for some of your clients. So try it. If it doesn't work right away, nothing has gone wrong. That's what I want to say first. Love but that. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about memorizing the future. And I want to show you how to memorize the future because I think it's one of the most important things we can do for our goals and for creation. So thank you for allowing me to do this with you, this little experiment for your clients. So what thank I want you. you to do is I want you to think about a goal you're working on. Just any goal. Tell me when you have it. I have it. Okay. So describe to me what it is, if that's okay. It, it's a little bit more of a future goal, but in the near future, we're going to be okay. transitioning from, you know, living in my parents' basement to moving into a new house. And there's a lot of logistics and a lot of things that need to happen. But my biggest concern is helping my kids transition in ways that they feel supported and that they can do that with the support they need. Okay. That's perfect. So already your brain's kind of like, Oh, we got to figure out how to do it. Right? Like your brain's already to the how. So we're just going to acknowledge, I hear you. I know you want to know how this is all going to work out. Of course you do. You love your kids more than anything in the world. They are so important to you, but we're just going to put you aside. Okay. And now I want you to think about your new home. I want you to think about it being complete. I want you to think about the very specific features of the home. Like what's your favorite part of this new completed home? When you walk in, where do you want to be? Do you want me to answer you? Yeah. Tell me. Explain. <laughs> the kitchen. Describe what the kitchen, the kitchen looks like. It's going to be an all like, you know, oak kitchen, like a warm oak kitchen. And I can think of all the details because I've been planning it for weeks. So I don't want to get yeah. too detailed, but in my mind, I can get really detailed about what it looks like. Tell and us a few because that's windows. important. Okay. There's, yeah. there's going to be yeah. three big windows with black grids on them where I can mm -hmm. look out to see my kids in the backyard like all day. Yeah. What are your kids doing out there? Tell me their laughter. Tell me what they're doing together. Likely playing fairies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like playing with the little miniature fairies and digging around in the dirt. Yeah. I do a lot of that. So you're in this new kitchen, the black grids on the window, you see them laughing, they're playing together, they're digging in the dirt. Can you feel it inside of you when, as you see it, like they've transitioned so well, they're so happy to have their own space again, their own yard to play in. I wish you guys could see Monica's face as she's seeing this in her mind and as she's <laughs> describing it. Yeah. It's a big smile. Can you feel it in your body? If I really can put myself in that place, like you said, yeah, that helps me a lot. I can feel the, the peace. And the gratitude. 
Yeah, that's what I want you to do. Like I, I want you to hear them laughing. Like I want you to look on the cupboard at your cupboards and see the things that you use every day. Like mm-hmm. so detailed, put yourself there. Let yourself experience it. Like knowing how happy they are that they finally have their space. Your husband, yourself, you're in your own home again. You're interacting as you please. You have like the smell of these fresh, clean walls. This, my friends, is how you memorize the future. If you will take the time when you get to this point, I know you had a little bit of trouble getting into it today, but I promise you after you practice those emotions on purpose and you're processing those old ones and you're really taking the time to get very, very detailed about what this is gonna be like. When you're having a bad day, you process the emotion, but you have a memory of what is your potential. You have a memory of what your future is. You know what is possible. You have to give equal or more airtime to your potential, to what is possible, as we do to the self-doubt and the failure, right? Mm. It's so important to keep us on the path that we want to go. I'll say one thing. Yes, please. Some people have a really hard time visualizing. And if you're one of those people, you're like, yeah, I, I know, but I just can't see it. Write it on paper. Write it in as much detail as you can on paper and then read it out loud and feel that love and gratitude while you read it. Read it every single day. Again, it just helps you memorize the future. It helps you memorize your potential, what is possible. We give so much airtime to what we can't do and what we wish we could do and all of our limitations. I want you to start to feel and know what you can do. And that is a totally different place of living and being. It feels like you're able to create, you know, the life that you want. It feels like you have more choice and agency in your own life. Yes. And I want you to think about even when hard things come up, facing them with the way you feel right now versus facing them with the gloom and doom and self-doubt and like, all the inadequacy, that's normal, by the way, that we all feel, but we just don't want to get stuck in it. And then a hard thing comes and we try to find solutions from that place, right? I want you to think about a hard thing comes and you're feeling that this is possible. This is my potential. We just have to work this out and get through this, but I know this is waiting for me on the other side. It's totally different. Everything's the same, but it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that so fun and different? So no matter how you are choosing to cast a vision, whether it's with a habit or who you want to be in the grand scheme or to cast a vision of a future goal, like we did here with this memorizing the future exercise with Rhonda, I hope that you can take a few minutes and think about how you can create a vision of how to apply what matters to you in real time. As always, I'm going to encourage you to go and do something with what you learned today. And remember that life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.